From the headquarters of the Guild of Champions, this is the Chris Terrell Podcast. I am your host, Chris Terrell. And if you're new here, I've lost 125 pounds myself after an entire adulthood of constant yo-yo dieting, up, down, up, down, up, down again, before I finally got sick and tired of being overweight and decided to make some real, meaningful, lasting, and permanent changes to my lifestyle, habits, and routines. And now I'm here every week to teach you how to get the same results in your life. So, how's the last week of your weight loss journey? Did you learn anything new? Did you have any new struggles that you had to overcome? What lessons did you obtain through your own experiences? Because I've, I've come to learn something. The wisdom that we obtain through our own experiences, we seem to value so much more. Now, I mean, you could consciously take the wisdom from somebody else. I mean, you could do that. But there is just something about when we learn something the hard way that really makes it stick really makes it be a party and the weight loss journey uh, that'll do that yeah the weight loss journey will teach you a lot it it taught me um it taught me a whole lot about myself it, it caused me to come face to face with a lot of my own inadequacies and had to cause me to ask myself do, do i do i actually want to change and it's really important that i learned how to change and how I, that I learned how to identify where I'm getting in my own way. And so I could begin to work on that particular part of me. You know, there's a, fa- there's a, a part of the journey. I, I haven't talked about it a, a bunch. But I, I wanted to share my experiences. And that is, and this is an area where it does require change. And it's a hard kind of change. But it's on the topic of body dysmorphia. And I don't even know if that's the right phrase, to be perfectly honest. I've fully acknowledged that there could be a more accurate phrase. But I don't know. I haven't found what it is. And somebody asked on the podcast, someone named Peyton, left a comment in one of the Spotify feedback areas. And... And I thought, yeah, you know, this, this is a topic I think, I think I'd like to talk about for a few minutes because I had experiences when I was losing weight and in maintenance that I didn't know I was going to have. And as I've had them and as I've talked to other people, I've begun to see that these are in fact common. I don't know that it happens to everybody. It may not. But I know that it seems to happen to a lot of people. And when I started looking for it and finding the stories of others that have experienced it like me, it wasn't hard to find them. So I remember one of the first, the first real realizations I had that my mind wasn't matching my body. I was a little over a year into my journey and I, um, my body was really starting to look different. I was now I had cleared out my wardrobe because nothing fit anymore and I had to get an entirely new wardrobe now for the second or third time. I don't remember which. It was the second or third around this time. And that right there is just sort of breaking my brain. I was also experiencing a lot of improved fitness. I, I felt better. I felt stronger. My endurance was improving. 
you know, a year of just showing up, even though it was wildly imperfect, was beginning to pay off. You know, I was beginning to experience the benefits from all the work I had been doing. And I was liking it. <laughs> I was liking it a lot. But I remember just being so uneasy. And a long story made short, I ended up having I don't know, sort of an anxiety or a panic attack. I'm not exactly sure which. Uh, these aren't things that I tend to aren't aren't things I have to I ha have to deal with on a regular basis. So they're not something I'm personally very familiar with firsthand. And so I remember as I was having this and in the midst of, of it, I, I realized what it was, is my brain, is, this is how, this is the best way I know to describe it, it's like my brain was catching up to the reality of what the mirror was, but it's like it was a switch that flipped, and all of a sudden, I was seeing a different face in the mirror than what my brain picture was seeing. And, and I remember I, I, what I did is I closed my eyes, and I walked into the bathroom with my eyes closed, looking at the mirror, and I, and I just imagined what would I look like and then I opened my eyes and it didn't match and it but it, it matched in the the mirror is I liked it more than what I saw in my head and it was almost hard to accept that that's what I looked like this happened this sort of experience not exactly like this but where it's sort of like it's breaking my mind again that's the only way I know how to describe it it happened several times on the journey now, at first, I didn't understand what was happening, you know, and I've, I've since been trying to learn more about it, and I'm still trying to learn more about why exactly did this happen, and why does the mind shift, but one of the things I've noticed in my life is there's triggers, Tr a, a trigger that, that causes me to question my own personally held self-image of what I look like, um... And this would happen when I was, you know, on the bigger side. This often would trigger a lot of weight loss journeys. You know, I would have a, a photo taken of me from an angle when I wasn't prepared or ready for it. And, you know, that would make me be like, oh, shit. You know, and then I'd be like, I'm that big? I didn't know I was that big. And so <laughs> that then started happening on the other end of the, you know, the journey, on the weight loss side. You know, I'm bigger and I'm seeing myself as smaller in my head, but what happened is, is in my head I saw myself as bigger and I was smaller in real life. There was another moment where, talking one of these triggers where it happened, is I was living in Chicago and I needed a winter jacket, and I, told my, I gave myself permission to go buy a nice one, to spend the money on one that I would really enjoy, because I was like, you know, I'll probably be this size for a bit. Spoiler alert, I wasn't. I ended up having to give away that jacket. But anyway, I go to Burlington Coat Factory, and I find this jacket. It was made by a, Tom, it was a Tommy Hilfiger jacket, and it was, um, it was a medium, but it was like a slim fit, and I'm holding it up, and I'm like, wow, I, this jacket looks awesome. I'd love to have this jacket. It's too small, though. I wonder if they got one in my size. So I, I walked around and I looked at all the racks. I'm looking for that jacket. And, and I didn't find it. It's the only one, you know, because you get what you get at Burlington Coat Factory. And, and, and so I, I'm like, well, I wonder how close I am, you know, because I'm just curious. You know, I wonder how close I am to being able to fit in this jacket. Because I, I sized it up with my eyes. I held it up in front of me and looked at it. And 
deemed it too small. And then I put it on, and it fit perfectly. It fit perfectly. It was, if anything, it was, if it was anything, it was a teeny bit too big. It wasn't. It fit perfect. And I just remember thinking, in my mind, I was convinced that this was too small. This happened again with my next jacket purchase. It got colder, so I had to go buy a colder weather jacket. And same well, coat at this point, same thing. I eyeballed it, but this time I'm like, no, try it on now. And I, same thing, I hold it up, I'm like, try it on. I'm like, there's no way this is going to fit. And I put it on, and it fit. And it just it broke my head. It just completely like shattered it. I'm like, I'm not that small. I'm not that small. I can't be, no. I'm, I am... I want to be that small boy, but why am I having a hard time accepting this? Like, it's such a strange thing to be going through. This happened after I lost all my weight, though. One of the most shocking trigger, trigger moments I had as I was having my first photo shoot done of me, you know, with a professional camera. I've, I've always liked photography. I've, I'm a photographer um, as well, and uh, I'm used to being on the backside of the camera. I'm not used to being on the business end. And... Um, then I was on the business end of the camera and I'm just obsessed. Like, tell me how I got to pose. Tell me how I got to sit. I'm just driving the photographer nuts. And finally, the photographer looks at me and says, I can photograph you from any angle. Like, you're going to look fine. And, and, and in my head, I'm like, why are you lying to me? Like, why are you saying that to me? That's what I'm thinking. But I'm like, no, just, just trust, trust them. And I'm like, can I see the photos? Like, I, I needed to see them. You know, normally photographers, you don't just show the photos every time to the client. But normally the client wasn't being as wildly as secure as I was. And so I was being remarked. I mean, I was just freaking out in my head. And I said, can I just see the photos? And she showed me the photos. And my head just went, <laughs> like, I was like, that's not me. Like, that's not my face. That's not my body. That's not my hair. That's not me. Because, y'all, when you're in front of a, a professional camera with a nice lens... You lose a lot of distortion. You're taking, and the photo's taken of you from a different angle, and it's not mirrored like from selfie cameras. Like a selfie is not representative of what you actually look like, and a big camera is going to show you what you actually look like, and and sometimes it captures us in ways we we don't know and we don't like. And that was usually my experience: is the camera's always showing me something, and I don't like it. But then on the other end of the journey, I'm in maintenance, and I'm seeing it, and I'm liking it, and I'm having a hard time accepting it. I had had photos of me taken before, but I was always taking them, you know, but I hadn't had a professional photo shoot and I hadn't seen myself captured that way before. And it broke my mind and I had to work through it. So what I, my, my intent of this episode was to share my experience with this because I want, if anybody else that's going through this, I want you to know that you're not alone in that, like, other people feel it too. I felt it. I want to share my stories. I wanted you to know I've heard lots of other people say they felt it too. I think we get through it in our own different ways, but part of it is, is recognizing that it's happening. That's the first step. Just be aware that there might be a disconnect in your mind from what you see and what you are, and you have to give your mind a chance to catch up, but it will catch up. It doesn't... It doesn't seem to happen immediately. It seems to take a few minutes. Um, you know, and by minutes, I mean months. <laughs> so it's frustrating. You don't necessarily get to pick because you don't even really know that it's happening, as frustrating as it is. 
Um, but if you need to, definitely talk to somebody about it. I found talking to people about it was really helpful. Um, and I also found that having it triggered for me was helpful too. So getting once I had that photo taken of me, I started getting more photos taken of me. Um, I actually have had a, another photo shoot. Actually, I paid a lot of money for it. Uh, like most of the imagery you see, on, I, you know, I put that into a big professional photo shoot. And the same thing. It was very challenging, but it was very fun because I had to learn how to be okay. And it was sort of an exposure therapy thing. You know, getting used to seeing myself in the mirror, one of the ways I did that is I would just spend more time looking at myself in the mirror, getting to know what my body looks like to where I noticed the subtle small changes because I'm watching it closely. Um, I didn't watch my body closely before. I could have actually pretty large changes and, and not really notice. All right. Uh, another thing I want to do in this uh, week's episode is answer a question from a listener. Uh, but before I do that, um, if you have not joined my Facebook group, my free Facebook group, I'd love to have you come join. We got over 4,000 people in there. I go live every Monday morning and I pop in there in the comments and uh, you can get amazing support from like-minded people. And like if you're struggling with like an example, this body dysmorphia thing, you can come in there and I guarantee you there's other people in there that deal with it because I see their posts. They're in there. They talk about it. And so if you want to find some other people where you can engage with on this, come on in. You can find a link to that at christarocoaching.com. You scroll down. I'll have a link to it right there. Uh, you can also go to the show notes here on the podcast. Scroll down. I have a link to it right there. And it's the CTC Weight Loss Support Group. If you want to find that on Facebook, you're welcome to do that there as well. And lastly, if you're looking to get next level support, you want to get a lot more coaching, you want to get a lot more information uh, to help you lose weight, you want to take it up a notch from working with the free content and you want to move up to the paid content, uh, you can come join the Guild, the Guild of Champions. You can, uh, it's $40 a month, no joining fee right now. I, you can cancel at any time, no contracts. I'd love to have you come be a member of that. Uh, there's a link to that in the show notes and you can go to theguildofchampions.com. And uh, I'll have a video there that'll walk you through what the guild is. You can learn a little bit more about it. Also, feel free to ask about it in the Facebook group. A lot of guild members are very active in the free Facebook group. And uh, they'll tell you all about it. And you can ask them. Uh, don't, have to take, don't take my word for it. Go ask those that are in it and what they're getting. Now, this question comes from a guild member uh, that sent it in. And I wanted to go ahead and answer it. Um, I'm having foot surgery next Thursday, which means I will be off my feet more or less for three weeks. I am in a bit of a panic because I know this could easily derail my progress and I just hit 25 pounds down. Do you have any suggestions on adjusting calories, other exercises I could do, or anything else to keep me on track? Okay, this is such a natural fear. I, I remember, remember feeling it myself. Um... I had a hernia midway through my journey and it got pretty bad. It was during the pandemic. So they delayed it because it was deemed uh, optional. And so it reached a point where I could barely walk for about a month before I finally got in. The pain was just so bad. And um, then six weeks of recovery. So I was about you know, three-ish months where I was pretty much useless. Um, and for about, about a month and a half, I couldn't lift over 10 pounds. So I, I, I was very restricted. Um, and I very much was worried about what was going to happen and how that was going to play out. So here's what I would suggest for you what to do is remember you lose weight by consuming less calories than you expend on a consistent basis for a prolonged period of time. Taking less calories than you burn, in other words. 
And so your burning is going to go down. That means the food is going to need to come down some as well. However, if you're listening to your hunger, you'll notice your hunger will come down at a commensurate rate. It'll probably take a few days, like maybe even a week or so. Like it's going to take days for your body to realize, oh, this level of lower level of movement, this is staying this way. And so it might take a few days for your hunger to catch up. And what you might have to do is just sort of monitor your food intake for a few days and just let your hunger catch up and really be mindful of the signals that your body is sending to you during that time. You'll notice you are less hungry because you're sitting around. However, however, your mental hedonic hunger, that may go into overdrive because now you may be sitting still. You might be have a lot more boredom, triggering the desire to boredom eat. You might have people around you, people offering to bring you food. So you're going to need to combat that reality like that's gonna be there uh just especially if you're in if you have to be off your feet for weeks you know it's a lot of sitting so here's the first thing i would say don't focus on what doesn't work focus on what does work and accommodate the parts that don't so i know you're getting foot surgery but remember your upper body works just fine okay use that um and so you also, if you're having foot singular surgery, you have another foot. Do something with that leg. Um, seriously, work out the entire rest of your body in whatever way you can. If you need to, you can get some small dumbbells that you could just do at home sitting on a chair. Uh, there's a lot of workouts you could do while sitting on a chair. Uh, I understand you're not going to be able to walk. So perhaps if you have the means to do so, getting to a pool and swimming around in a pool for a little bit. Even if it's just casual floating and swimming, don't hang on to the sides. I mean, that would be better than nothing. But just floating and kicking and moving around, that would be simulating neat movement, the movement that you would do with walking. And so just you're going to have to get creative. You're going to have to get very creative on how you get movement into your life while accommodating the part of you that's not working correctly because you got to focus on that. The other thing you might have to consider is weight loss might need to take a back seat for a few weeks and weight maintenance might need to be the priority. You'll find you can maintain your weight through this very easily. What I don't want you to do is fall into a, a, a negative way, a disempowering way of thinking, which would be that I am either losing weight or I am gaining weight. Always remember the in-between. Just because you've hurt your foot, that doesn't mean you need to gain weight. Okay, so asking yourself to lose weight might be a tall order. I'm not saying you can't do it. You could, but that doesn't mean it's going to be easy. It is going to be harder because you can't move your leg and you're not going to be able to move as much. It will be more challenging. So make the decision on that, but don't go, well, if I'm not going to lose weight, I guess I might as well gain. That, that's not going to be helpful. I don't want you to undo all the progress that you've already done because you're going to come out on the other side of this and I don't want you looking back at yourself on the other side of this going, gosh, gosh, if only I had just done a little bit better because now I just made my weight loss journey take three more weeks. Like that would be the pits. I'd hate for you to do that. So let me give you some tactical things to look at. First, during this period, focus on your protein. Your body's healing and recovering. It actually needs the protein. Focus on that. The next thing I want you to do is get your sleep. Not too much sleep, but the right amount of sleep. Get your sleep. Rest. Your body is healing. It needs to recover. Rest. The next thing is movement. Move however you can. Your body will recover and heal quicker if the entire system is moving and keeping the blood flowing. Yes, moving your whole rest of your body will help your foot heal quicker because you need to get the blood flow going. Of course, follow your medical professional's advice on what limitations you should have in place, of course, within those boundaries, of course. Next thing is keep your stress levels low 
and you need to watch your mindset. During this period, when you're going to not be able to move as much, the dark thoughts are going to creep in. You're going to hear the negative thinking, the doomsday thinking, the what-if thinking, the oh no, look at this, this is the beginning of the end thinking, the oh no, you're pushing yourself too hard, you really should just rest and do nothing. Like You're going to hear all sorts of other ideas creep into your mind over this period. I want you to be very intentional about what you do. Journal about these thoughts if you need to. Get an accountability partner or support person if you need to during this period. Set your goals and intentions now. What do you want to do? Don't decide how you're going to handle it when you're in your dark moments. I truly hope you don't have any dark moments. It's entirely possible you might not, but it is also entirely possible that you might, and I don't think either path is better. It'll just be the path that you're on. And so if you find yourself down the path where you have uncomfortable thoughts, first, nothing wrong with you. Don't judge yourself. Don't be critical of yourself. It's okay. It's understandable that you're going to have tough moments. Totally reasonable. However, what I want you to do is find ways to help you get through that in a way that leaves you better off. So don't just go throw out your progress. What I did when I, had hurt, when I was dealing with my surgery is I focused on what I could control. And one of it was food and my hunger. So that month and a half period, I got incredibly well accustomed to my hunger and paying attention to it because I'd had long stretches where I was doing nothing. And so I was just being hyper vigilant about how my body felt because I had the time to do it. I didn't. And I, and I learned a lot about those hunger signals. So in your case, find something that you can focus on and work on that. Um, watch your weight as you're doing it and adjust your calories accordingly. If you notice the weight loss slows, look at your movement or look at the calories. Or if you're ending up maintaining and that's feeling hard, maybe don't ask yourself to lose weight and just say, hey, let me just maintain. I can always lose weight if I want to by mistake one week. But let me just go for maintaining and make sure I don't gain. Uh, but I, I'm not sure all of what's going into the foot surgery. I'm hoping it's a positive thing for you. And I wish you all the best and hope everything comes out well for that. Um, and thanks for asking that question. Okay, everyone, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up today. Uh, last thing I just I did want to tell you about, I was uh, pretty fortunate, and a major uh, publication, Insider.com, they wrote a news piece about my weight loss journey, and that was pretty cool. And it, it was just neat to have that get spotted. It's spotted because uh, somebody, a writer, a, um, someone over there saw one of the TikToks, and so... Uh, they called and was able to have the interview and share the story with them. And I've linked that in the show notes. So if you'd like to give that a read, uh, feel free to click that. That'll be there uh, for you to read as well. You longtime listeners, I'm sure you uh, already know most of the story. I've talked about it all here on the podcast before. But I did want to just take a moment and say thank you to everybody that's been listening. Uh, I know many of you have been with me uh, since the beginning, actually. And several of you have been with me now for a couple of years. You know, I know a lot of you have been on your journeys for a while. And I, I know because I'm starting to see more and more posts every month of people saying, hey, you've been helping me the last 10 months, a year, year and a half, and showing me your before and afters. And I, I love seeing them. Uh, so please keep sharing those in the free Facebook group. I absolutely love hearing from you and seeing your before and afters and hearing what you've learned, you know, and, and how you've really been able to level up your life. Uh, it just makes me so happy to see that. And so thank you for sharing that. Thanks for being here with me. And to those of you new people here to the podcast, um, 
welcome. It's a great place. I hope you enjoy the community of people in the various places I have. I seriously would love to have you come join the Facebook group. There are great people over there. Have a great rest of your week, champion. Set a goal. Set a plan for the week. Don't just leave your weight loss journey up to chance, okay? Make a plan, then go for it. What are you going to work on this week? One thing. What is it? You're going to work on your hunger? You're going to level up your neat movement, trying to get more steps. Maybe your exercise will slip. Time to give that a nudge. How about that sleep? You're working on your mental health. How's that mental game? Pick an area. Work on it this week. I'll see you next week on the Chris Star Podcast. Thank you.